Hey, this is Kari Payton. I'm Cyborg from Teen Titans and Injustice and Injustice 2. And Ezekiel from The Walking Dead. And you're listening to The Night Nerd. So keep listening. Also, booyah! Because I'm schizophrenic. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Tuesday, so we're going to talk some TV and movies. Today is Cinco de Mayo, and we are celebrating it all week. Um, we have a lot of cool guests lined up, a lot of cool stuff going on. Just peek behind the curtain, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, we're supposed to have a guest today, but right now it's kind of a crazy time everywhere, but especially here in Texas, things are really weird and wild, and yeah. So, uh, guests fell through, but... I think it's kind of, it's a blessing, because I wanted to talk about something. Uh, the rest of the week, you know, yesterday, David's on the show, and then we have, Paul's going to be on our show uh, for tomorrow's episode. You know, so we have different viewpoints and, and things out there. But I wanted to talk about kind of my exposure to, uh, like, Latin culture and things. Um, and one of, it, one, one of my earliest memories is watching a movie and seeing this vibrant and beautiful culture and this just wonderful, fun-loving uh, land. You know, I was a little kid, I didn't know. And just how amazing and entertaining and enthralling it was. And as I got older, I came to find out that it was all because of Nazis. Yeah, pretty crazy. And so today, I want to talk about a little film called The Three Caballeros. It, it's great. So The Three Caballeros came out in 1944, and it was the seventh Disney animated feature film. And what's interesting is it's the first feature-length film to incorporate traditional animation with live-action actors. And the reason I make a point to say first feature-length is because if you go back just a couple of years to Salados Amigos, which was um, another Disney film, feature film, but it wasn't feature length. It was only 45 minutes, 42 minutes, sorry, that they had the mixed live action and animation, but it wasn't feature length, you know, runtime. Uh, but that movie, we're going to start there and talk about Salados Amigos first. Because back in uh, the 1940s, 1941 specifically, right before World War II, the U.S. went to Disney and Walt Disney and said, hey, we need your help. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of times where the government has turned to artists. You know, we've talked about Stan Lee doing things for drugs and everything. But there was a lot of Central and South American countries that had close ties with the Nazis. And America, you know, we weren't officially in World War II yet, but we wanted to get down there and be like, hey, neighbors, let's let's be friends, you know, look at us, hang out with us. And Disney was the perfect avenue for that. Everybody, you know, it's the 1940s. Everybody loves uh, Walt Disney, the Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, everybody. So this good neighbor policy goes down there, gets about 20 people together from Walt Disney Studios 
And it's put together by Nelson Rockefeller. So that tells you, anytime you have a Rockefeller name on something, um, there's going to be some bank behind it. So they go down and they go through everywhere. I mean, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Peru, all of these places. And they come back inspired, super, super inspired. And this is a tradition that we would see Disney use. I mean, they still do it. You know, when they were doing Emperor's New Groove, they went down to like Machu Picchu and stuff. But this was kind of a, it wasn't really an olive branch because, you know, we weren't at war with anybody. But it was a, hey, we're going to come down and visit and things. And it worked well for the animators and stuff, too, because they, you know, again, saw the vibrant, beautiful life and came back and they made Saludos Amigos, which came out um it's just four quick segments but everybody pretty much loved it and it was a hit all over the world so it accomplished its job well they didn't stop there they had so much to take in they had such a wonderful experience that they wanted to make another movie and fast forward to 1944 this is where you get the three caballeros and one of my favorite disney movies so the move, this movie, it's another segment movie. There's seven segments in this movie. And they all revolve around Donald gets his package for his birthday and he opens up these presents. And his, his presents come from uh, his South American friends. You have Jose, who we met in Saludos Amigos from Brazil, and then Panchito, who's from Mexico. And through these gifts... Um, mostly books and film reels and stuff, Donald learns about basically, you know, uh, Mexico, South America, everything. It opens with a really cool story. I guess we start farther south and then kind of jump around from there because the first story is about a penguin who was cold in in the South Pole. And he ends up creating a this kind of boat-like raft and traveling all the way to the Galapagos Islands where, you know, he goes to get warm. And along the way, we get to see part of Chile and Peru and Ecuador and everything, and it's, it's really neat. And then you get the flying gauchito. And I actually, I watched this movie the other day with my four-year-old, you know, because I, I wanted to refresh myself on it and see if he liked it. And this next one was his favorite, the Flying Gauchito. It's about a little boy who, he's going out hunting. And it's all in Uruguay. He captures this winged donkey. And the He trains the donkey and they enter this race, win the race, but then they get found out and they fly away happily ever after. It's just a, a really cute story. And this long, well, obviously decades before Dora, through it, they're showing, you know, the names of different things and what this means in Spanish and how to, you know, what, uh, why this bird is called this and why this animal is like that. It's really informative, but set at the background of a really kind of silly, fun, flying donkey story. So it's, it's neat. And then we get more into the live action segments of it. You have Bahia, and this is, they go to Brazil. Because Jose goes on and on about how beautiful Bahia is. And it's just wonderful. 
So they decide to go there, and they do this really big dance number with um, Aurora Miranda even shows up, who was an amazing, amazing, hugely talented singer. I mean, she, she had a career that spanned like over 60 years. So she was, I mean, at the time she was real popular. So getting her here was, was really neat. And, you know, they sing and they dance. And, of course, Donald falls in love uh, with this beautiful woman. And he's just silly Donald. Then after that, you have uh, Las Posadas, which is about kind of like celebrating Christmas and things. And uh, goes through the story about Mary and Joseph and how they didn't, there wasn't room at the end. And it ends up by the end of it with Donald breaking a pinata. I'm streamlining these stories. You know, this is available on Disney plus. So if you want to go in there and watch it, you definitely should. Then we get Mexico. Uh, the it's that's the name of the, the next bit. And Panchito shows up and they go through Mexico city on a flying carpet. And we get more songs and more dances and Donald, you know, falling in love with more and more women, um, which hasn't aged super great, but at the end of it, they always kind of trick him and get the one up on him. So it, it it's better. Um, and then your last seg, uh, well, your next last segment is you belong to my heart where we're still flying around Mexico city. And here we have Dora Luz show up. Um, again, a real popular singer at the time, real famous. And the last bit is Donald Sur- surreal reverie. And it just kind of segues into all from the last scene into this one. And again, it's just this beautiful blend of animation and live action. I mean, now, you know, we have CGI and everything. And even, you can go back 30 years to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The, the stuff, some of these dance scenes in this film from 1944, I would put up against Who Framed Roger Rabbit because their blend is real seamless and real beautiful. And I think as a kid and as an adult, that's something that really attracted me to this, you know, just seeing, oh, hey, they're hanging out with cartoons and it's really cool. As a kid, that's really neat. But as an adult, being like, wow, that just looks beautiful. And it doesn't hurt that the source material, you know, like I said, the the set pieces and everything is just amazing. And this went a long way between Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros. It went a long way to help reevaluate what people here in America thought of all of our friends of the South. You know, a lot of times in movies... You see the Spanish people, um, especially in Mexico, depicted as like lazy and laying around and everything. But here you got this, I keep using bright, brilliant, vibrant, beautiful as words because that's how it is. But you get this culture and it just is fun and there's music and you love it. And I think that's really cool. And then at the end of the movie, there's this big fireworks show. And we get the end, but, you know, it's in Spanish and we have the Mexican flag and then it's in Portuguese and we have the Brazilian flag and then it's in English and it's red, white and blue. So it's 
I don't know, just a really cool movie and something that I think as a kid I saw and it helped, I would like to think it helped me be more welcoming and understanding of other cultures because if Donald can go out there and do it, well, I, I can too. I can see the value in all of this. And um, when I say value, I mean like aesthetically and emotionally, you know, how there's just so much there than just one note stereotypes and things. And so this movie made a real lasting influence on me and I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad I was able to share it with my kid and it's just a lot of fun. Let me know if you ever seen Three Caballeros um, or if you knew about, I didn't know about like the Nazi thing. That was kind of cool to learn about. You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're out there and everywhere and love to hear from you. Just look for The Night Nerd or you can email me nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Cinco de Mayo is holiday.